Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 1029 of the Juicebox Podcast. Today on the podcast, I'll be speaking with Sarah. She is the mother of a young child with type 1 diabetes, and she's here today to tell us her glucagon story. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox Podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you're interested in finding out about the Dexcom G7, please use my link dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. Same goes for if you're looking for comfortable and quality clothing, sheets, and towels. Use my offer code juicebox at checkout at cozyearth.com. And that offer code will save you 40% off of your entire order. You can drink AG1 along with me every morning. Drinkag1.com forward slash juicebox. Get five free travel packs and a year's supply of vitamin D with your first order. I hope you're enjoying the glucagon stories. If you have a glucagon story of your own, please contact me through the website or at Facebook. I'd love to have you on to share your story. Today's episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored by Omnipod. Omnipod, of course, makes the Omnipod 5 and the Omnipod Dash. You can use my link to figure out which one interests you most. Omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. My link has everything you need to get yourself up to speed and started. Hi, my name is Sarah Woodward. I have a seven-year-old child with type 1 diabetes. Uh, your son or daughter? Uh, my son. Your son. How old was he when he was diagnosed? He was four when he was diagnosed. Okay. When he was diagnosed three years ago at four years old, did it happen in a hospital? Yes. It did. What was the the what was your understanding of glucagon when you left the hospital? My understanding of glucagon was that it was for emergencies. Uh, it was to be given when um, you were unable to give anything orally, when it was unsafe to do so, or simply unable to do so um, if the child was in a seizure or a catatonic state to be used straight up emergencies only, full dose. Um, then, you know, call emergency services and go directly to the hospital. All right. So you got the full explanation of it. Was, yeah, did you, I think so. Did you get that? No, I, I think you did. That's that's pretty straight up. So did, okay. did you get the caveat at the end that a lot of people get? But don't worry, it'll never happen. Yes. Oh. Did that make you not worry or not pay attention? Um, I don't think it made me not worry. I think. I, I'm a very realistic person, and uh, I, I I assumed it would be happening at some point. You know, uh, I didn't think it would happen to us, I guess, but I, I wasn't fully set against that it would never happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was, I felt like I was prepared to use it um, if need me. It didn't make me think that it would it would never be needed. But there, uh, you did need it eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What kind of glucagon did you have when the uh, the event happened? So the first time we were lucky enough to have GVOC pen and the second time we had the old style uh, vial with the little 
pod of stuff in it that you had to rehydrate and then redraw out of the vial and then inject. Interesting. So the first time, did you have Gvoke Hypopen or did you have the syringe? We had the the actual Gvoke Hypopen. Okay. How okay? How long ago was the first need for glucagon? Um, that was in March of 2021. Can you tell me what happened? Um, so he was sleeping. It was in the middle of the night. Um, my daughter had actually, she's, she's 12 now. So she was 10 at the time. Uh, she had, I actually woke up to hearing her trying to shake her brother awake because he sounded like he was trying to talk through the seizure. He was, you know, in that really weird in between space. And she thought that he was having a bad dream. So I woke up to her yelling at him, trying to wake him up. Then once we flipped the light on, realized that he was in a seizure. Um, we, it, it was always in his room. Um, the, the, the GVO pen was, was in his room on his dresser. So grabbed it, um, was able to inject pretty quickly right away. And then we went to the emergency room. Did he come out of the seizure from the um, glucagon injection? Yes, very quickly. Do do you have a feeling for how long it took or is that a blur? Oh my goodness. It feels like it took hours, but I think it was within three minutes, honestly. Wow. Was he okay? Was he talking again? Yes, he was he was talking uh soon as he came to. He was he was awake. He was able to walk and talk within five minutes of, of injection. Did you guys call nine one one? and inject at the same time? Did you inject and then call? How did you handle it? My daughter Arden has been wearing an Omnipod since she was four years old, and she is now 19. That is every day wearing an Omnipod for the last 15 years. I think what we love most about Omnipod is that it doesn't have any tubing. But, uh, I don't know. Is that the thing you love most about it? You don't have to take it off to swim or bathe. You can leave it on for activity and exercise. It's small. I don't, it, I mean, it's so easy to put on, right? To fill it and to put it on. It's just, it takes us no time at all. Um, yeah, I guess it's hard to figure out what my favorite thing about Omnipod is. I guess I'll just say that my daughter loves it. It's easy and it's worked for her for so many years. It's just such a friend in all of this. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. You can check your coverage there for your insurance uh, or take a test drive, right? Would you like a free trial of the Omnipod? You can do that there as well. And you can just get started. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Now you have a decision to make. Do you want the Omnipod Dash, which is an insulin pump where you make all the decisions? Or do you want the Omnipod 5? Now the Omnipod 5 is the first and only tubeless automated insulin delivery system to integrate with the Dexcom G6. And it's available for people with type 1 diabetes ages 2 years and older. It features smart adjust technology, and it's going to help you to protect against highs and lows both day and night. That's an algorithm-based system, making decisions about insulin, giving it, and taking it away. It's pretty damn cool. Omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. Links in the show notes. Links at juiceboxpodcast.com. When you use those links, you're supporting the production of the podcast and helping to keep it free and plentiful. So this one, actually, we injected and then didn't even think about calling 911 because we lived pretty close to the hospital. So my thought was I can get him there faster than EMS can mm-hmm. um, because we live in a pretty rural area. So, you know, we don't have EMTs 
on standby at the hospital or at the, the EMT station. So somebody would have to come to the EMT station, get a vehicle, then come to our house. Yeah. So I figured it was just easier to, to drive them up. What was the experience like at the hospital? Um, luckily, I work for our local healthcare system. So I know all of the, the providers there and all that. And they were really, really great. Um, it was kind of a blur, but... You know, they went through everything. They went through his Dexcom data, tried to figure out, you know, what happened and why he had the seizure and um, monitor his, his glucose, obviously, uh, for the after effects of using glucagon. Um, it, it was okay. It was pretty comforting. I felt safe, secure so, having him there. Did you ever figure out what happened? Uh, yeah. So that was our first bout with COVID. We actually found out our whole house had COVID because of Ben's seizure. Oh, they gave him a COVID test in the hospital. Well, no. So we got home and the next day I started feeling really awful. And um, so I had to take a COVID test for work. And when mine came back positive, I was like, oh, my goodness. And then I tested everybody in our house and Ben had it as well. But he didn't have any COVID symptoms other than it messing with his blood sugar enough to tank him like that into a seizure, wow. but he didn't have any other symptoms other than COVID that. wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, good for him. Cause my COVID symptoms were terrible. Uh, oh yeah. I've yeah. had it three times now. <laughs> Do you just get it for fun or. Is I guess so at this point, my body's like, yeah, it's been through, she's not been through enough. Let's add some more to her. <laughs> it's your party trick. Watch me get COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Literally nobody else I know has ever had it three times. So. So with, with that illness for him, he just, his blood sugar kept getting low. Yes. So you've used your Jivo Kaipo pen. It's it's mm -hmm. used up. Do you have more in the house after you used it? No, we were only given the one. Um his insurance doesn't didn't cover it at that point. Um they only covered the old fashioned glucagon. Mm -hmm. So when you go back to the doctor, you're like, hey, this thing was amazing, worked great, blah blah blah. I want another one. Did they give you another one? They tried so hard to get it pushed through his insurance and they were just, they were not having it because they said that they had the glucagon that was in the formulary. That was all that we were allowed to have. Gotcha. So you get given the old red box, right? Yep. Okay. But then you need glucagon again. Yep. This is why I, I asked you to do this because you have such a unique experience with both kinds. So yeah. tell me what happened the next time. So the next time, um, so we had put in a baby monitor in his room at this point, you know, because I had my, my, my daughter only lives with us part time. Oh, half time. Um, I share her with her dad 50, 50. So my thought was if she had not been there, you know, to alert us that he was in a seizure, I don't know what would have happened because I didn't hear him. I heard her. Yeah. So we got the baby monitors, had them in his room, um, and then, of course, you're just on hyper alert. And this this second seizure happened over a year later. Um, so I had, you know, heard him this time having the seizure. So ran in, realized what was happening. And I knew I didn't have the GVOC. 
So we called 911 before I even got the um, the big red box out. Mm-hmm. And so then I got that out, had to read the instructions, even though I'd read them to myself a hundred times. And then I actually had bent the needle trying to stick it in the top of the vial to reconstitute the glucagon tablet and shook it like crazy, was freaking out because it wasn't dissolving fast enough. Um, So shaking it, shaking it, shaking it, and finally think that it's dissolved enough, go to redraw it into the syringe. And there's a tiny piece of glucagon tablet stuck in the top, like the bottom of the vial. So I had to push the fluid back in, try to get that last bit out, um, redraw, and with a bent needle, very carefully stab it into my son's leg as he's seizing. And that time, he did not come to until EMS was there. Like EMS got there probably 10 minutes after injection, and he was still not fully there yet. Wow. So you were... Wow, it's a lot. Are you upset right now, Sarah, telling this? No, it just oh. when I talk a lot, my throat is That's okay. super scratchy. I just so. want to make sure that the pauses weren't. <clears throat> but if you were upset, I wanted to give you a second. But don't. Worry. Oh no no no. Okay no. So you have to contend with the bent needle. You still make it work. It doesn't dissolve correctly. You get it back in. Now you've got to get the bent needle to go in. Is it, it what's in your head at that moment? Like when the needle bends, what do you remember thinking? I was like, oh my gosh, this would have been injected and already done had I had another GVOC pen. Sarah, I like it. You were pissed. You were just I was <laughs> really mad and I was going to be like, now I'm going to call the endo and see, this is why. This is why I need. You need to do something. I'm so much more emotional. I would be like, oh my gosh, something terrible is going to happen now because that needle's broken. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought too. And right. I was like, you know, because he, he has a nurse who goes to school with him and then, you know, so she carries one of the glucagon, pe- the the vials. Uh, we have one at school. We had one at home. I had one in my car. So I was like, oh, my God, I don't have time to run out to the car to grab another one. I, you know, what if I bend that one? You know, now I have to call his nurse in the middle of the night and have her hope to God bring me another one because she lives pretty close to us as well. Hopefully before EMS gets here. And thinking in my head, you know, do I have anything? Do I have any honey? I don't want to give anything orally. He's he's seizing much worse than the last one. So I, it was just absolute terror and, you know, wondering, is my child going to die this time? Wow. Because, you know, that's always in the back of, of your head. And yeah. I was like, I don't have what I need to stop this right now. So do you ever get it worked out? What glucagon does he have now? Uh, he still has the the, the old fashioned uh, red boxes. Oh well, they're going to stop making them this year. So something. I heard. I was so excited. Yeah. Honestly, something's going to have to happen because I don't. I mean, I don't see what else the other option is. Honestly, I agree completely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad he's okay. Um, but you said it took longer to work. Yeah, yeah, which I was really surprised by that. And that honestly led us to go um, see neurology and have MRIs done on him because I thought, you know, with GVOC, he came out of it so quickly and he was back to normal so quickly. This one he wasn't. And I was like, well, what if, you know, there's some long term damage here because he was seizing longer? Um, You know, so I was really worried and it probably took him close to three hours to be back to normal he we were in the hospital and he still wasn't talking he wasn't 
you know, his eyes. He wasn't there in his eyes for, for like I said, like three hours, I think, oh, total. Wow. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, have you looked back, like, the first time was COVID. Do you know what the second time was? Uh, no, we still we still don't know. Well, just too much insulin. Not even because, no. uh, so I had finger, we call it finger poke, but I had, I had tested his blood sugar with a glucose meter. Um, as soon as like, while I was waiting, you know, rubbing his leg, waiting for the glucagon to, to work. And it was, it was 75, which is not low for him. Mm. Like he came to me yesterday and he's like, mommy, I feel low. And he was 37 by finger poke, but Dexcom was still reading, you know, 75. Yeah. So well, 37, he's up, low. Yeah. yeah, he's up walking, talking totally fine at 37. So, you know, at 75, he, he shouldn't have been into a seizure but hmm. oh that's crazy isn't it yeah it's so very un- much you, so. can i ask rubbing his leg were in your mind were you like trying to move it around and get it to work yeah yeah, yeah i thought that's what you meant wow that's something well you're a stronger person for it they say uh something yes. about what doesn't kill you <laughs> makes you stronger so let's hope that's yeah. true because if that's true i'm superman i don't know about you <laughs> oh absolutely i agree I want to thank Sarah for coming on the show today and sharing that story with us. I also want to thank Omnipod, makers of the Omnipod 5 and the Omnipod Dash, and remind you that my link, omnipod.com forward slash juicebox, is really the best place to get started with the Omnipod. There are links in the show notes of your podcast player and links at juiceboxpodcast.com to Omnipod and all of the sponsors. If you're looking for community around type 1 diabetes, check out Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes on Facebook. It's a private group with over 42,000 members. And there's a conversation happening right now that you would be interested in or may be able to add to. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast.